<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we're, we're just talking off the air before this about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and for a split second, I want I was going to change change my take on Meghan Mar- Markle. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so for context, there's this uh, video that came out in the last maybe day or two, yeah, where um, Meghan Markle's talking about like the struggles of being a mother and uh, the struggles and, of being royalty. Yeah, a mother and a royalty and a, like a newlywed all yeah. in one. I don't know who who she was talking to. Was it like BBC or yeah, or like maybe Australia's like version ABC or yeah. some shit like that? Yeah, uh, and she was visibly shaken, like. Um, broke down on tv yeah oh but, fuck like, i don't know all these takes are coming out in my top of my head right now well okay so i might be thinking some of the same same things that you're <laughs> thinking but i'll let you lead so the take i was gonna do that i was gonna say but did not realize that she had this video until andrew <laughs> just showed it to me was she is overrated <laughs> it's, good, it's good to know i didn't kill the segment because <laughs> yeah. I remember watching the U.S. Open where um, the Canadian girl, uh, Andrea, Bian- Bianca. B- or, Bianca, Bianca, Bianca Andres, you, I totally butchered her yeah. last name for sure. I'll just call Bianca. And they were like, kept on showing Megan. Yeah. Like, oh, she was in the crowd. We have royalty would come in here to watch. And they kept on telling, saying like, they just zoomed in and just like, I had segments where it's her just watching tennis. I'm like, the fuck is going on? And you had the tennis in like the small box in yeah. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I didn't come on to see this like first off, she's not really even A list A list royalty because <laughs> she's not even like her family is not even the first to the throne. Yeah. They're like I don't know, like probably fifth to the throne. Because yeah. as whatever Prince William keeps having kids. Yeah. It just keeps extending that. <laughs> That distance, right? But anyways, yeah, just kept on showing her. And I just thought, like, what the fuck has she done to get this kind of attention? Except being a royalty and yeah. being Rachel on in, in suits, <laughs> which was at its best, not even an A-list, A-list it, TV show. It was on, like... It wasn't on, it wasn't on regular it was, cable. It was on Star TV, right? <laughs> or some shit. Like, so it was, like, B-level type of TV show. Mm. That became popular because you can download it and watch it again, right? So, yeah. Like, shit. <laughs> so, she's overrated. But then I did not realize she came up with this. So, I'm very insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to come off as sounding very insensitive about her struggles. How about I throw this one out there? How much of that video was her acting skills? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually what I was thinking of. Because <laughs> I was like, shit. Maybe he's trying to turn turn the table and get like an even bu- better like public opinion about her, right? Yeah, like we wa- we both watched that like BBC video. Yeah, we saw it, the close ups, like the tears coming down, yeah. and then like the the soft music at the end. Dude, Mike is standing across the field right now. <laughs> That's who she's acting. To. <laughs> she's been running this line with him for the entire time. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking asshole. Uh, but let's just say, let's just assume that it's real struggles. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad for. Her. It's it's probably true. No one ever asked her 
which is kind of crazy because then it means like her husband didn't even ask her. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if it was just her her throwing her husband under the bus uh, on live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting subplot, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could be, but at the same time, like. Fuck, she knew what she was marrying into, man. Mm-hmm. This whole, no, well, I'm not saying that they shouldn't get married in, but this whole following, like, the royalties and stuff seems to have, like, kicked up more recently because I didn't recall this such, like, uh, so much celebration around this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess ever since, like, Prince William got married, that was, like, the big thing. I mean, we only see that those public-facing, um, those public-facing interactions. Yep. But I always wonder what that royal family or any royal family is like, like in the family. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is it like? What is the what are the politics at play that we yeah. will ne- we'll never know about? It's like if they were celebrating Thanksgiving, how would that dynamic work? Yeah. Who carves the bird? Yeah. The queen. No one up. carves the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the queen has ever served her own family food before? <laughs> Like, um, like she cooked a meal, <laughs> not even, not even, do you think she's ever like went in the kitchen and scooped the rice in the plate for her, for the family? <laughs> it's not like your typical grandma kind of stuff. I mean, I always picture her as a grandma. Yeah, that's it's true. It's really hard not to. And it's hard to imagine a grandma not serving her family, right? Yeah. But it's different, right? Like, yeah. she doesn't raise. Hell, we have we even seen them eat before? Like, they could have butlers that spoon-feed them. <laughs> that shit would be insane. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's that's just my take on it. Uh, <laughs> um, I still think she's an overrated celebrity, whatever is considered celebrity these days, but... Yeah. She's traveling around the world, and all the focus is on her all the time. Focus should have been on other things, right? Focus should have been on Brexit. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the hell's going on with that, and I'm freaking part of work. I work in the tax, Dude. and I'm actually affected by this Brexit. <laughs> Dude, I love the dynamics of a British parliament. Yo, that shit's like, it's, it's yeah. wild there. Yeah, that, that speaker guy. Yeah. That guy is a friggin' party animal. Like, he's a guy I could see having a pint with in the bar. Yeah. That's what they probably do all the time. Yeah. But that house, of, do they still call it House of Commons? I think so. Yeah. It's really small. When yeah. You look at yeah. It. They're, like, on top of yeah. each other. They're, they're sitting on old school benches, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, like, it's it's super tight in that room, but... It's, it's a, super it's a, loud. It, it's a sight to see on TV, because... I mean, here, when someone speaks out of order, like, they, we do it in, like, this mild way. Yeah. It's all very, like, orderly, you know, no curse words. Dude, it's all but, pretentious shit, man. They always, like, fucking talk talk to the speaker. Yeah. About, like, oh, well, the Honorable Prime Minister. Yeah. Brown-faced. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess that's a good transition into... Oh, yeah, Canadian Canadian politics. politics. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're two days away. Um, did you get uh, Did you get a chance to hit the early? No, I mean every time there's an election, I say I'm gonna go to the advanced polls, get it out of the way, but I never do it. I should have, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm thinking back right now. 
like me and my wife were just chilling here mm-hmm. on Monday, and we could have just went across mm-hmm. the street and just put our our vote in, yeah. and just, just be done with mm-hmm. it, right? But fuck, now I have to come back on Monday, mm-hmm. rush in just to get make sure I get there, and it's gonna be fucking long lines just just to make a vote. I think your employer is mandated to give you time off to vote. Yeah, I think so. That's that's the case, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that that works for us office workers, right? Well, for you especially, since mm-hmm. you work from home, yeah. so you're all good. But <laughs> for me, it's like I work nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. And the polling station doesn't close until I think seven thirty mm-hmm. or seven. So technically, they they're giving me time. I think it's more like the shift workers that like are working the afternoon shift or whatever. All right, but I'm not sure on that. But because if you're working an afternoon shift, it means your your morning's free to vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, this year's this year's election. I mean, we've got choices to make on Monday. Are you decided? Um, yeah. In terms of like what I think, I would like in terms of the outcome. But for me in my region right now, it's Jane Philpot, right? Yeah, the Dude, famous she's... Jane Philpot getting her name dropped. What like three episodes? Yeah, man, shit. But the fact is, is like she seems to be her signs are out there a lot, right? And then she seems to have a pretty good, I don't know, like, uh, she's in, in touch. She's, like, mm-hmm. well-connected within this her ward. Yeah. Uh, which is a good sign for her. But, and it probably doesn't help or hurt that she she got into that whatever kerfuffle uh, with yeah. Uh, Trudeau. Yeah. Um, which probably put her name out there. A lot of voters in this area is probably just thinking about her. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah. She actually stands up and... You know, even though she mm-hmm. might put her career in jeopardy, she still just, you know, did what was right. Yeah. Do you think there's a possibility she steals that seat? I think she will probably come in second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this ward. I think the party that's actually going to become, if they even form a minority or majority, is probably going to be the one that wins this riding, I think. Oh, you think so? So this is some key like swing riding. It's not key riding, but I just think like this this riding just votes mm-hmm. with whatever they feel is the majority, right? Oh, okay. You know, like you're seeing like oh, if it's let's say if if it's like liberals, they they would be this this ward will be liberal, but mm-hmm. it's even provincial, right? On provincially, like this ward became conservative. So, mm-hmm. and which means we we have Doug Ford, right? So yeah. it's kind of. The last couple of elections, it seems to be that way. I noticed the trend that way. So, and do you think that you know somewhere like Ontario wants to keep going further right with their vote, or do you think Ontario affected by like you know what was it two years of Doug Ford already? Yeah. Like, do you which way do you think ridings will be leading this this time? See, the thing is, it's hard to say because I used to work with a office at men lady and she lived in in the fords like ward for mm-hmm. like etobicoke side so even when they were voting for the mayor of toronto and, mm-hmm. and such and they were moving forward they were she was like helping with the campaign and shit that's how like deep they are in terms of like conservative roots uh fuck what is that question again um About, oh you think if, which way are ridings going to be leaning oh oh do you think it's going to be affected by Doug Ford's uh, yeah, like uh, premiership? Either right? affected by his premiership and swinging further to the left or continuing some wave of like conservatism? I don't think so. I think a lot of people are coming to realize like Ford's probably not right for the job. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't even see himself getting reelected to have a second term. I don't think that's going to happen. I think a lot of people will probably stop it. It's it's a good way, a reminder of like in Ontario, how Fort was making all these promises of like cutting tax rates in Ontario, which he probably did, but saying like, oh, you'll save, say an average of like 500, 800 bucks. But when you look at it on everything else that's being charged, a lot of people like myself, we're looking to improve the house, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not buying like a brand spanking new house and everything's kind of fixed. Like mm-hmm. we're the second owner. This is when like all the problems starts creeping in. We are looking at like, oh, maybe your window's a little drafty. Mm-hmm. Back then we're getting a rebate in terms of like if we got more eco-friendly windows or if we did more insulation, that way reducing the energy usage, you actually end up like losing out on that money because it's like a lot of people who have booked Windows job mm-hmm. and then Fork got elected and he immediately canceled it. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, I would have gotten, I don't know, whatever, how many grand back, right? From from the rebate, depending mm-hmm. on the job and such. And now you're looking at, oh, fuck, your after tax is effect is actually, you know, $3,000 out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And oh. when you net it up with your income tax saving, you're really like not even making any extra money. So again, like money's going to be... They have to find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. When, and I know that because I'm an accountant so or in, in finance. And, you know, you can't just freaking all of a sudden, you know, say, oh, I'm not going to have a deficit and still maintain the level of service and everything. Right. Yeah. I, that's such an in- interesting perspective because I never thought about those after tax benefits, like Ooh. the ones that got taken away uh, since he's been in power. Like, I, you know, you can quantify certain things, but then it's the opportunities that you miss out on right? Yeah. that adds up to real dollars and cents. Yeah. Um, do you think they make that association between what he's done here and what Andrew Shearer would do? Well, I noticed a lot of like uh, on the gold train, the conservatives are actually doing a huge push there on, on my line. At least mm-hmm. it seems I see a lot of 80s, 70s style um ads of cons- from conservative with like mm-hmm. hot pink or whatever in the background and they're saying oh you'll save you know an average public transit commuter mm-hmm. will save on average like five hundred dollars mm-hmm. after tax it seems to be the same type of strategy right because like they're trying to say like oh we're working for you or for for the common folks keep it putting money in the pocket and to be fair i might be more so in middle class probably leaning on the better side of middle class and for me, when I look at it, I'm saving 500 bucks. That that doesn't really make or break me yeah. annually, right? You just find the savings somewhere. If it helps me get other benefits, then I'm all for it. But I guess like that's that's what as I get older, I wonder why the fuck that nobody ever realized that all these like tax benefits that we're getting is actually very like it's not really that important right quite mm-hmm. one grand scheme of things but i guess at the same time if you're like in lower class and you're a single mom or single yeah. parent it's got it must be a struggle right that extra thousand yeah. bucks 1500 it could probably change you oh for sure that cash in hand is like you know your food for your family yeah right um yeah i think people don't really look at it from that 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 view right um re- realizing some of those opportunities that that are that are uh, taken from you, right? Yeah, so that's the main thing, right? If if you want to keep, 
if you want to enjoy all this like public service, you're going to have to pay the tax, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And for me, I'm more of a left kind mm-hmm. of view of this. And, and the fact where, okay, if you're making a lot of money, what's the difference between, you know, compared to us, if we're, if they're taking 42% of our income or, or of whatever certain bracket, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big effect for us, right? Versus like, if it's, if you're looking at, for example, like a hockey player, let's just make an easy example, 10 million. And mm-hmm. if they get taxed above it, they're looking at what? 4.2 million, but they're still, <laughs> yeah. but they still have like what? 5 million in, in the bank. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's sorry. It's, you know, unfortunately that's, that's the case. If you want to go and live in like the States or whatever, become a U.S. citizen, mm-hmm. you just got to go to Dallas and you're good because <laughs> there's no tax. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting way when you think about it. Like, if you have these public services being cut, um, investments into, like, certain infrastructures are cut. Yeah. People are spending longer to get to places. They're not – they're wasting uh, their precious, like, um, uh, like their um, – what am I looking for? They're, like, resource hours, like, yeah. um, stuck in traffic – all that yeah. stuff. It's those costs that people don't really consider. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in the grand scheme of things, it just doesn't square up. Yeah. But it's more like, let's say piggyback off of your idea with the whole public uh, infrastructure, right? Which means there's an opportunity for them to kind of boost the economy by spending on that. Mm-hmm. That's part of how it works where a government by saying let's make more roads or new roads or let's dig and build mm-hmm. it's the public transit mm-hmm. um that was they're putting out basically uh, is that a memo or i think there's a specific term for it mm-hmm. where you're putting out a notice so like all the other like contractors can bid for that job oh, right? like an rfp rfq yes yeah, oh yeah like, uh yeah i'm not sure there, there's like a specific term that the terminology mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. use for that um yeah, which means they were bidding for it at the same time. If you're bidding for it, that company has to be legit, and they're going to have to hire hire people, mm-hmm. which means you have maybe skilled workers or people that are new immigrants here coming in. They can work a job that's probably will pay pretty decent because they're skilled workers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that way they also become legal, and there's no under-the-table kind of transaction going on, and you're collecting the tax, and it just yeah. kind of feeds into that system. That would be good, but it doesn't seem like our freaking government ever does that. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like we're really doing any building of new roads, um, maintaining the current roads. Like that season's pretty much over now. We only have that small window. Yeah, to do it. Um, it just doesn't seem like anything's going on. Plus the the implementation of all the subway lines and the Metrolinx lines and all that stuff mm-hmm. that's been really really slow to be adopted right yeah and you you yourself as like a well-traveled person going to all these different cities in the world and noticing that when you're talking about a world-class city mm-hmm. and it's all about like the pl- uh, transit system right as complex as it will be it'll still be very efficient mm-hmm. well what are you looking right. at okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, um, like say for Hong Kong, right? When they need to get something done, it'll be done quick. Or say like in Japan, 
when they they fixed the road or they fixed their infrastructure. Granted, they got like bombed and all that stuff that went down, so they can that. But that's only one place. But look at how they changed like Tokyo. Yeah, and it's not just like relying on friggin' sixty, seventy year old technology, which we we're still doing right. <laughs> and like the streetcars out there, <laughs> like that's the strat. Like we always drag our feet in terms of like changing all that shit. Yeah, um, that's for Ontario in terms of their like public infrastructure, public services. Mm-hmm. For the federal side, it seems like it's more about ideology. Um, yeah, the but, whole climate change understanding. Yeah, you think? Do you think in this election it's more like social issues? I definitely think it is. Yeah, compared to like more so on the other times. Because it seems like we're we're pretty much we accept what's going to go on economically, like yeah. our economy. So now we're just talking about sometimes some bullshit stuff. Yeah, um, you know we do. I don't think we ever got into like. Did we ever get into the Justin blackface scandal? I think we touched on it briefly, just saying yeah. like there's all this shit that's going down. Um, yeah, like. That's that's what we're fucking talking about. Like, are you telling me they didn't have this shit like four years ago? Like, no, no way, man. Four years ago, people weren't even talking about this. Yeah, I think four years ago, it's a non-issue. Um, now it got brought up, and it kind of they kind of milked that story for the longest time. Yeah, because there's no real issues that I really think they're even debating on right now. Yeah, so that's a that, again, that's like a thing where right? like, fuck. Don't you expect if you're if you're not actually experiencing a better life, things are looking bad and things aren't looking in the right way. That's when you're kind of looking for a change in government. In terms of right now, if you have that stability, don't you just keep going? Like it's not like we're doing poorly. Yeah. And you know, conservatives are telling us that we're overspending, yeah. we're doing all this stuff. Liberal <laughs> governments doing all this stuff. We can't afford it. I mean. Maybe we just got to pay a little bit more tax. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Fuck. No, it, it's definitely the weirdest thing that um, the only thing now that we have to kind of judge and decide on is basically ideology. Mm-hmm. Everything everything else is going completely fine. Yeah. But now it's all about who believes in climate change, who doesn't believe in climate change. Yeah. That's the thing. Like PBC, I was reading into that, and they're mm-hmm. they're talking about how you know, they want to take the gender and, like, all that, so, like, social stuff side of things out of, like, all these bills and everything that's being passed because it seems like that's, like, the platform that all the other parties are talking on. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like, oh, why are we talking about this? This is, like, this is not, like, our business, right, talking about gender and such. Uh, but the problem is, like, they're the same party that says they, they pretty much say, they're saying, like, they don't believe in climate change being affected by humans <laughs> like we we can't do shit about it they say like yes they accept the fact that the climate does change <laughs> <laughs> on earth and it's been changing you know throughout time but they don't believe it's caused by humans this is the mad the mad max party is it the mad max is i it? think it, it's the one that like the runner up to the conservative that lost like Oh, the one that lost yeah. to Andrew Scheer. Oh, it's Max Max Bernier. Or is yeah, it yeah, 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 the Max, oh, yeah, yeah, Max. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he went out and, which is actually kind of impressive in a sense. Like, 
this party just became in effect in 2018. Like after after he left, he just like pieced out the party and he just started yeah. his new political party. Yeah. And that's why we have yeah. what? Is it six? six six leaders on the stage. Jesus. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I remember it was before it used to just be three. And were they talking around or they were were they having a debate around a dinner table? And was that like when they dropped that sweater comment? <laughs> <laughs> was that Jack Layton? <laughs> I still, I still think that's probably my favorite political <laughs> zinger. Yeah, Jack Live and rest in peace. Man, that guy was a leader, and to be fair, Jack Meat seems probably the most intelligent out of all the candidates. Yeah, like he just seems like he's very calm, well spoken, good debater, mm-hmm. like forgiving. Like people yell racist shit at him all the time. He's forgiving them. Like, yeah, there's always a camera there. But yeah. he's always forgiving them. Like, but he seems like the guy with the the, the best uh, head on his shoulders. <laughs> uh, thought you're you're setting me up for a joke there about <laughs> head on the shoulders. But... <laughs> yeah, like I think um, yeah, Sarah's saying how. Um, Jack Meats probably the one that speaks like a normal person in in the debates, and I agree. But I th- also think the last time we spoke to each other on the pod, I mentioned that Canada is not ready for an Indian prime minister. Unfortunately, that's the case. I think I think there's going to be an Indian prime minister first before a Chinese one. But I don't think it's going to happen this time. Yeah. Yeah. It seems pretty un- unlikely. And it's unfortunate, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you think if you slap on, like, you know, if he was, I don't know, like a white dude with his kind of charisma and everything, would it still be the same? Or it's because of, like, his cultural real background yeah. that makes him a little bit more, that stands out? I, I, I think... It's definitely been his cultural background that he's taken advantage of to gain, like, popularity in news time. Yeah. Right? And I don't know if, um, I mean, there's always a camera around. Yeah. Right? Um, but other than that, it's hard to know what he really stands for. Yeah. Like, other than those sound bites of him, like, Mr. talking Delay about and, Yeah. Or deny and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I've gone over, it's bad to say, but I, I haven't gone over, you know, just the fact that he, he represents like the NDP in the sense NDP had that chance. I remember they were saying how, oh, you know, the orange wave is coming um, prior to right before, you know, Jack Lane had to like step aside. And I was wondering... I think that was the only time I ever voted NDP. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that's because, like, the situation was all weird and, and stuff. Yeah. Because you had, like, I think, like, Stefan Dion. <laughs> like, the liberals were going through some serious issues. Or Mike, or was that Michael Nadia? I don't know. Yeah, it was Michael Nadiev. Because they were, like, at one point, Bob Ray was on, like, was in the liberals <laughs> i was just like what the fuck's going on like bob ray was the ndp before so 
Yeah, it was just like a fucking mess of a time. Yeah. But then again, also, I also voted for Rob Ford, too. So, like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I I also voted for Rob Ford. <laughs> yeah. When he was talking about all that gravy train, and then afterwards, I'm like, shit. I, I played myself. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But what's your prediction for this like federal election though? You know what? They say it could go either way. Um it seems like it's really, really close. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's gonna be a minority government, I think. Yeah. That I wouldn't be surprised. And then it just means we're gonna be fucking voting in a year and a half. Yeah. Like another uh snap election. Yeah. It's gonna be and then whoever wins that one's gonna fucking just take it all the way. I think so, which means it's still going to be conservative or, like, liberals. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, Green Party, maybe they're going to get, like, two extra seats. Yeah. But besides that, I don't know. I, I actually want to live in the fucking ward that votes a Green Party. <laughs> like, I just want to be – I'm just wondering, like, what are, like, my neighbors <laughs> like, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I wonder if a ward that votes for, in the Green Party – gets like extra like funding or whatever like sent to it like, yeah for like beautifying the neighborhoods or yeah that's true you know what like i went to my brother-in-law's place last week and he's down at like uh was that fucking davisville area so it's nice there mm-hmm. and i was just like fuck there's a tennis court with six courts on there and it just rained in the morning and there was an actual like public service squeegee boy just yeah. fucking pushing the water <laughs> off the court I'm like what the fuck is this yeah. like whoever is representing that area is like throwing their weight around yeah. or it's a very influential area because everyone there is probably rich so yeah that's that's what you know like over yeah. here in my ward <laughs> i have the fucking saddest like playset. yeah i don't even have a fucking basketball court but yeah, if you elect the independent Never know. I don't even know what would has what would her email be? Gmail. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not at liberal dot com, right? It's... How many people do you think would go into the ballot box, see her name, and think she's still a liberal? Liberal. Now I'm going deep conspiracy of how she can win this riding. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you talking about back in the day when you, we used to live in our like parents' area? And that guy, the Lee guy, <laughs> fuck, I thought he was fucking Chinese <laughs> or not even Chinese, at least fucking Korean, yeah. like some, some, some sort of like Asian, right? Yeah. This is just a white dude. <laughs> Are you saying how long did he get elected on that name alone? Yeah. And no one ever, no one ever saw him. No one ever saw a picture of him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's true. He actually never posted a single picture. Yeah, he never sent out a single flyer with his face on it. Like, yeah. Dude, that's probably the reason why. And then yeah. I think he was in, he was elected 25 years. <laughs> he was riding that scam for 25 years. Um, <laughs> no, I think the reason why she won last time was because of the liberals. So, and the reason why she's going to lose is also just because of the party. Because she's an independent, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like 
you know, even last time when she rang our door, like my doorbell, and yeah. then I opened it up, and I even told her, yeah, like I asked her a question, hey, are, but weren't you from the liberals? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, the whole whatever thing that went down. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's not gonna happen, you know. <laughs> so you think people won't go her way, or you think people will go out of the way to kind of shut her out, freeze her out? The thing is, it's more like even the current, like say, liberal candidate in this riding. It's still a name that's familiar. I don't know if she no. ran in the provincial side or whatever the case is, but like her name is familiar. I just can't remember, but oh. I maybe she was in another ward before. Yeah. And then or, now she's like being bumped over here. Oh, do you think like Trudeau is playing some like ch- next level chess trying to keep her out of the, <laughs> out of the seat? Yeah, it's only Jay. I don't know. It's, just, it's only Jay Philbot. Uh, Philbot. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, good luck to her. I mean, it sounds like she is gonna, you know, she has integrity. She she left that party. Yeah. I don't know if she like left on her own terms or if, like just Justin Trudeau, you know, dropped her. I'm not sure what whatever the case. Uh, good luck to her. I was keying in on one word you said there, integrity. Yeah, that reminds me of integrity. Integrity Farms. What's Integrity Farms? Oh, I guess you haven't seen the season's episodes of South Park. No. Oh, fuck. I was, like, I was so, actually thinking about watching it, watching the China episode. So were you watching back last year when Randy um, has his own weed farm? No, I wasn't. Fuck. Well, that's, as far, that's as far as I'm going to go. Okay, I need to that's watch a, that so, shit. Okay. Yeah. So he names his, his oh, just a summary, he names his product Tegrity. Oh, shit. Okay. Integrity Farms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why the word Tegrity... Um, prompted that <laughs> onto our next topic yeah right um south park had an episode where they really went at china yeah like really hard in a classic uh, matt and trey yeah, style yeah. Yeah, yeah like the kanye and the fish yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah did they go after lebron as well not directly he was seen and uh, i guess they showed like some of the basketball players yeah, yeah. but it, there was no speaking part it was more. Oh, it's the Mori, right? Daryl Mori. That that's the whole South Park episode, right? I don't know. Like he wasn't necessarily in it. I, yeah, I don't want, don't want to spoil too much because if you haven't watched it yet, yeah, he wasn't in it. But it was along the themes of like they really went at Disney like quite a bit harder. Oh really? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. Because apparently, like I think I was listening to Joe Rogan, and they were talking about like South Park going after um, Disney. Yeah, because apparently in some because it's, Aven- it's the poo, right? Yeah, in, well, no, no, no. In Avengers, apparently they apparently they they adjust their movies for the Chinese market. Yeah, to make it more like satisfying and appealing to like China. Yeah. So, for example, in the, I think in the last Avengers, they added some like ten minute scene with like a Chinese doctor like inventing some like something key to the the plot of the movie. Yeah, and no, but like, yeah, they added that scene. Just to like pump up China's like research or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's yeah. like some fucking crazy next level propaganda. Yeah. You know? I didn't even realize that. I would have thought like I probably end up illegally streaming one of these uh, movie clips. You know yeah. how like they always leak first and it comes from Asia. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, there could be possibly like movies that I've watched with an ending that's like yeah. the propaganda for China. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. here I am being Chinese. I'm like yeah. fucking hell yeah. Yeah, it's Chinese research found. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, actually, that's that's. From the sound of it, it sounds like a perfect 
South Park episode in a sense like they don't dive into a topic or subject that they don't know too well unlike us uh, and they get good publicity out of it right because if you're telling me that this episode that I'm expecting for them to be shitting on China more yeah. is actually an episode about them shitting on Disney yeah that's actually more surprising right because it makes sense in a sense like mm-hmm. they're attacking an American company mm-hmm. or staple classic American good old you know America values and everything right but I got I gotta watch yeah. the episode yeah I mean they they went at them equally as hard that's what I would say yeah, so yeah. both Disney uh, and China okay. probably the NBA didn't get away they actually NBA got away pretty easy there yeah which is like perfect segue no <laughs> uh the nba treatment of this whole thing like we're not gonna go through the whole you know hk thing again i think yeah. we've talked about it and we've been pretty probably very ignorant about the whole situation <laughs> yeah. so but we're talking about in general the whole shit that went down where everything now it's kind of moved on beyond the whole hk protest it's gone international in a sense like human rights like free mm. speech and shit like that which is like we have Daryl Morey coming out mm. like he's a GM of an NBA team coming out speaking his mind and then it caused like such a big issue and then he had to delete the text and then you know the NBA being like such a worldwide league and then I think China's probably pulling in they're pulling in the second most revenue for NBA easily I imagine and now they've kind of angered the NBA or the like NBA's angered China yeah and there's like a backlash there, and then all of a sudden, like you're you're starting to slowly hear about all these other companies that's coming out. Like Blizzard, I think, came out and then you know took away some earnings from like from like a winner who who was from Hong Kong and decided to, at the very end or during the interview. I'm, yeah. I don't even know who the fuck's watching these interviews, anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's just a bunch of dudes just sitting at home, <laughs> and then you know it's just like you know hk free hk or some some stuff like that along that line and that got shut down and the commentators got fired uh, but then people don't talk about how apple actually does the same shit but it's kind of like more low-key and there's all these other companies as well and then also which leads to like lebron james coming out here and saying like oh daryl Morey was kind of ignorant or he didn't know what the heck he was saying or he wasn't educated in the mm. whole subject before posting kind of stuff mm. And he's getting shitted on by everyone, <laughs> like literally everyone about how, oh, yeah, uh, LeBron James is going to be he'll fight for what's right unless it hurts his money yeah. or, or hurts his wallet. Right. So what's your take on, on, on all this backlash? I mean, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, we know LeBron ha- has his detractors. Yeah. Right? Dude, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more so me because yeah. I yeah. we have a group called like fuck la, la bitch yeah um you know as a basketball player say whatever you want yep right I mean he I think that's where he's drawn most of his haters and like enemies right yeah. on his basketball play but outside of that he's one of the wokest like basketball players yeah wokest basketball players Taco Tuesdays and he, shit he seems. A, he seems wholesome and like woke. That's the thing. Like, how real is that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just like shit. How real is that? Yeah. Because the stuff that he posts, because it's just like on on his Instagram, he's such a 
a family guy. He's probably is, he he's probably is a family guy. But at the same time, I've heard stories <laughs> about how he treats his teammates, about how he treats his teammate, yeah. but also like how he comes to like Toronto for like Caravana weekend all the time. And that guy has like throws like the wildest parties, but he collects everyone's fucking phones. Oh shit! At the door, and then he's just out there like girls like left, right, and center. Yeah. And I only heard about this because one of my coworkers said like her friend went to one of these parties and LeBron James was probably swinging dick. <laughs> wow. I did not know he had that side of him. Dude, with all that power and like all that money, come on, like that dude makes Beyonce look at him with all that thirst. <laughs> but to be able to hide it so well is is pretty crazy. Yeah, they probably signed a lot of these like non-disclosure, and people actually stuck to it too. Well, they kept, they, he kept he's kept he's kept his um his like squeaky clean image. That's true. Other than other than the the decision and this, apparently this is like his most recent like you know stumble. Dude, I I just look at him. I mean, say whatever you want about him on the court, but the guy is smart. The guy doesn't say anything unless it's all about the money, man. Is it all? Is it all about the money? I don't think so. It's I not, think it, it was his role as a leader in the NBA to step in and say, you know, the Rockets GM mm-hmm. needs to maybe basically think before he talks. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if they're like if he's talked to like, you know, the, the Daryl Morey. Mm-hmm. We don't know, right? It's just being. He's he is the most popular as much as I hate it hate him. He is the most popular like NBA player right now. Yeah, he has like all his lovers and stuff, and everyone's <laughs> always looking forward like to what he has to say, right? You know, being the whole T-shirt incident and such, and hmm. um, criticizing Trump. Yeah, and when um, when that player, um, sorry, when Kyle Lowry went into the crowd and that that guy like the minority Golden State Warrior owner, yeah, and yeah, yeah, him, right? yeah, yeah, she pushed him. Yeah. Like, LeBron was, like, the first person to, like... Say, you, you can't know. put your hand on a dude. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and he, I think, didn't he make it, like, kind of racial, too? Is it racial? I don't know. Didn't he Didn't he claim that in, like, his statement? Shit, I don't know. But, right. yeah, I, I hear you on him being very woke about mm-hmm. the whole situation, right? Yeah, for him to come out and not say that, and, and say that, you know, that that's why I guess he's getting that, that hate. Yeah. But... Maybe we're we're just misinterpreting it. Right? So. Yeah, I think he's pretty calculated in what he says. So yeah, he's not gonna come out and say that unless like he actually he actually means what he says, right? Well, a lot of people are still asking him those questions, right? Like mm-hmm. asking NBA players questions like this. But you know what? I guess in a sense, like LeBron James, if you look at it in a more pragmatic view standpoint, he's actually right, right? Because how how many of these players and GMs or front office people are keeping up with like the situation in Asia and such to be educated enough mm-hmm. to to know we should they shouldn't be looking at at these people for for the type of support yeah. especially mm-hmm. like the reach that they have right yeah definitely um, these definitely aren't the people that you should be reaching out for out to for comment on a political situation as well yeah so. Like, how could you put them in that position in that spot? Yeah, I agree. Like, what do you want them to say? Do you want them to, like, throw, you know, throw an election or something like that? Or, you know, change the world? 
granted what no. they can do is actually just bring more more awareness to her and that's that's really yeah. what it is i i just don't get asking for political stance in a country that's not even your country like most of these uh players or actually all of them are not from that country asking them to weigh in on that political situation just because they play for the nba yeah i hear you like in yeah like it's hard it's hard for us to even talk about a lot of other subjects around the world that's happening right now it's like bombs in afghanistan or whatever in the kazakhstan and it's like another muslim like a mosque that got blown up mm-hmm. it's like shit like that we don't know what the hell we're talking about and hell we have a pretty yeah. more chill life in terms of we can just try and lay back mm-hmm. most of the time afterwards when we're working or even during work sometimes we take five minute breaks mm-hmm. where five ten minutes where we're just reading up articles here and there we can't get caught up to everything, so I don't expect these players to know mm. what's happening, especially something yeah. that's, you know, halfway, you know, not even halfway, it's like fully yeah. on the other side of the earth. Yeah, that that whole situation actually reminds me of a funny, like, Chappelle, sk- Chappelle uh, bit where, yeah. he's, where he's talking about, like, after 9-11, like, mm-hmm. the news networks were so desperate for, like, for people. Yeah. They got Ja Rule on the show <laughs> and they were asking Charles Rule about 9-11 <laughs> that's true man shit dude 9-11 how far back was that was that like 19 years ago yeah about um, 19 over 18? 19 oh, over 19 years ago I think yeah shit I remember those were some fucking dark times man yeah we were both shit, this was a, this is just it's gotta go on a tangent <laughs> do you remember when 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 that shit went down i we were both in high school yeah. uh, at the time but like there was no cell phones there was no tv there was nothing no radio like we wouldn't know yeah we only heard rumors going around like the entire school dude it was crazy i don't know who the fuck broke it to me i think it might have been hugo who broke mm. the news to me at the locker i remember just showing up after i think after first first class and She's just at the locker. He's like, did you hear what World Trade Center? It got hit, you know, like two planes went into it. I'm like, I'm going to admit it right here, right now. At that point in my life, I didn't even know what the fuck the World Trade Center was. <laughs> did you know what the fuck the World Trade Center was? I didn't. <laughs> I was trying to picture it in my head. I'm like, is it a shopping mall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're laughing at it now. It's just we're not laughing at the situation. We're just laughing at how stupid we were. You know what? It's been long enough. Okay, it. yeah, anyway. but at the same time, it's more like it just shows like we were so freaking ignorant back then. But then at the same time, we we're what fourteen years yeah, old. But we are also com- completely isolated from el- the outside world. There's no Google, right? Like yeah. you're not just fucking Google. Yeah, you're, you people were buying newspaper. I have I have a Toronto Star newspaper yeah. of that day. Oh shit! Like saved. I didn't even read it the first time. Yeah, but yeah, it's like. I remember when we were at in Woodside, in the mall, there was like a, a, a TV, like an Indian small, ran like electronic store. Yeah. It was just all like shitty ass TVs. <laughs> and they were just showing the news. Man, I remember. Yeah, that, that was a crazy, crazy day, man. Yeah. I think, you know, you're lucky you got like the real information, like pretty quickly. <laughs> I got all like the weird, like side rumors. Yeah. Like were some. In class? some I was in class. How did these people even get it? Because we I, didn't have cell phones back then. <laughs> I, I don't know. Right? Like, the teachers don't have cell phones. How the fuck did, like, 
that the rumor spread within a uh, within the probably some somebody probably called somebody like somebody called a teacher. I guess the people yeah. text message right. Yeah. Yo shit. But it took them an hour to write that message. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's not a great event, but some people live a whole lifetime not having experience in something like that shit. Yeah. And um, I think in our lifetime, that's probably not going to happen again. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Oh, well, hopefully that, that is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. But, shit, yeah, again, yeah, but like, that, changed, that changed the world forever. The whole world. Yeah, that's true. But is it, did it change the world forever or did it change our world because we were exposed to the rest of the world? Yeah, uh, I guess both. Because <laughs> at that point, like, I didn't know what the fuck, like, Afghanistan, where, where Afghanistan was. I didn't even know World Trade Center was a thing. <laughs> you know, I was just watching, pointlessly watching The Simpsons and not really. You know, you know when you're so young, you don't actually understand what the fuck's going on. You're actually just watching for the for the, for the toilet jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were doing. Because yeah. <laughs> basically, you don't get all the pop culture or like societal societal references. Yeah, it, it's just like how that's the reason why like The Office is so popular. It's so like it runs so deep within us because we were like part of that generation mm-hmm. where that show was cater catering to us, right? Yeah, um, definitely. It's growing up with. Going up with a show and learning like its, its ins and outs. By the time we grew up with The Simpsons, the reruns were always showing. We didn't get yeah. those references. There's probably a small window where yeah. you actually got all those references before it just became a little boring. But yeah, that's that tangent. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like back then they were showing it like almost every mm. night, right? Mm. So it's clearly reruns. Mm. And at that point, they were like Sunday night. On Fox, that's when it was like the new shit or yeah. global global show, like the new Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck, I don't even watch TV much nowadays. Mm-hmm. In TV, like in terms of like TV shows, oh, like there's so many shows I've watched a couple seasons of, and when they go away, I just mm-hmm. freaking forget about it. I don't know if it's, ha- if it's happening with you as well. I used to not stop watching a show. I used to continue watching the whole series even though it went south like after like two seasons yeah but i used to never give up yeah now all of a sudden i'll start something and like commit myself to like three seasons i know it's gonna run for like eight seasons (laughs) yeah and like i'll give up i'll stop yeah Yeah, nothing nothing kind of hooks you yeah you know the big hooks are now kind of off tv yeah like the suit yeah, the suits were were pretty big back mm-hmm. in. I guess it was like we're fucking starting off too, mm-hmm. right? We're we're starting our career as well, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, shit, this is like the work environment, which is completely opposite actually, because we probably didn't work in these environments mm-hmm. that were like as baller as that. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you kind of we kind of get the idea, yeah. When when it's time to celebrate, you gotta bust out the McCallum, yeah, and just like <laughs> like the good shit. <laughs> Shit that we did, yeah, yeah, that's what we did back then, yeah. and it's all catered to us, and we watched it, but I didn't even watch the ending for that show. Yeah. It's, it's just like the Boardwalk Empires. <laughs> like, when Jimmy Dormady got killed, that was the fucking end for me. Damn it. But apparently it was good the rest of the time, but... It was all right. I watched the whole thing. Like, I just liked something about that era and that show. 
that yeah. made me stick to that show, even though sometimes it just wasn't entertaining. Yeah. I never know. I never knew you got so attached to a character that you stopped watching. <laughs> I don't know if it's attached, but it's more like, you know how when you're watching a, a TV show, not knowing what to expect from the very first episode, but like, it's like, it seems like Jimmy Dormady was the fucking focal, like, like the prime dude, right? Mm-hmm. Was it the antagonist? protagonist protagonist yeah yeah he's the protagonist mm-hmm. he got fucking killed like it's mm-hmm. nothing and it became this fucking old dude that yeah. you make fun of in Waterboy or like adam sandler movies yeah. and he becomes the fucking protagonist yeah <laughs> like dude what the fuck i think it was always about uh nucky thompson it was it was yeah. about it yeah but they were using that like but, pretty boy face like jimmy dormy to sell some get people hooked up on it yeah and i was just like okay cool but like his arc was different right he's just fucking start off innocent dude again mm-hmm. we're fucking on a tangent here yeah. but <laughs> innocent dude and became like mobbed out he's like yeah. yo we're gonna go full way we gotta go all the way right we can't yeah. be halfway like he was a true gangster yeah so yeah that's that's the reason why but then he he got killed but the way he got killed was the most bullshit way because <laughs> nucky didn't even want to kill him he's like yeah. i just it's like fuck i have to kill you and bang and he, that's how he dies yeah. yo fuck that I mean, yeah, that um, definitely was a surprise to have him killed off like, yeah. that early. But we've seen with HBO, that's not uncommon, right? So you're following yeah. Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. right? Spoiler alert, it's been like 10 years. So whatever. <laughs> you know, Shelly, shut this down because <laughs> I know you probably didn't watch the finale. <laughs> no, you probably didn't watch the first season. <laughs> yeah. when I'm talking about like killing off Ned Stark in the first season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. You know what got me for Game of Thrones? It was the Red Wedding, man. I know you're a book reader, so you guys yeah. knew that was coming up, yeah. but I didn't know. Oh. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Again, same shit. Season one, episode one. Yeah. They start off where? Winterfell. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you you know who the heralds are. Yeah. You know it's Jon Snow. He's kind of he's gonna make it through the whole thing. Yeah. But the fuck? They just killed off the rest of the Stark family? <laughs> That was crazy, man. But then I guess the rest of the season was just pretty much just following the four Starks. Yeah. Um, definitely this guy throws some curveballs at you. Mm-hmm. Um, more than more so than anything the world was even prepared for at any point. Yeah. Like, you're following one set of guy. Oh, he's dead now. Yeah. Like, his family, they're all dead too. Yeah. Then you then he tries to make it seem like it's cool. You, you have to, you know, it's cool to accept incest. <laughs> you're like shit are you cheering for <laughs> for are you cheering for them now <laughs> it gets you questioning but yeah. you know we don't have to discuss like the finale because everyone has their own freaking thought yeah i think it's just that it's it's the end of it right yeah but i think that's probably it's like finishing a video game it's hard to remember when you finish one yeah and to finish like a tv series these days it's it's got to be good enough to like hold your attention for like eight plus seasons yeah um and i think no one really has the time for that anymore there's just so much selection out there yeah man it's it's so hard to like catch up even though you can watch or you can binge watch everything it's more to a point where it's like fuck i'm just gonna go to sleep man <laughs> am i really gonna enjoy this one extra episode of yeah. watching or am i gonna enjoy that half an hour <laughs> sleep i'm like that's the age we're at where like yep yeah, gotta do you gotta take the sleep yeah, it's it's uh, it used to be about catching up on all your favorite things, yeah. all your favorite programs. Now it's like every waking moment, 
is sleep wasted. Yeah, it's it's so true. It's like when when I'm lying in bed, I'm just like, oh fuck, why am I scrolling through Instagram? Like yeah. this is fucking pointless. Or reading some article, I'm like, dude, I can just fucking read this tomorrow when I'm slacking off at work. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go through the same same you know uh, whatever Instagram feed it's gonna be. Yeah, how much of that actually ends up hurting you? Like you're you're sitting there staring at your phone, and then all of a sudden now you can't sleep. Because those bright lights are in your eyes. Yeah, that's that's like one of those things where they say like, oh, you shouldn't even look at your screen thirty minutes before, before going to bed. Like, no one's gonna follow that <laughs> shit. Come on, even I myself as a parent can say that shit to my kid. Yeah, I'm I'm not following that stuff, man. I'm yeah. fucking on. Where I'm watching TV. I'm watching like House of Highlights or like hockey highlights. Now with Sportsnet putting up like those four minutes package on YouTube, it's like a freaking drug, man. I just freaking watch all the games like in yeah. a quick burst and that's it. And it's good highlights, right? It's not the same as like TSM back in the day where it gives you like two minutes and it's like, yeah. shit, you see, you see all the goals and that's it. And sometimes it's like, you don't even see all the goals. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to follow that. But I, I read like the book on, was it Matt? Uh, I think Matt Walker, if you recall, like he was on Joe Rogan talking mm-hmm. about sleep, the importance of sleep. It kind of freaks you out. You're just, you know, you realize you don't sleep enough. And I start to realize, like, if I don't get, like, say, six and a half plus, I prefer to at least get seven hours. You actually feel it, like, in the morning. I don't know if it's, like, the whole placebo effect of feeling guilty and just, like, shit. I I could have fucking went to bed an hour early. Like, yeah. whatever I was doing last night was fucking not worth it. It was, like, I would have preferred just sleeping. Yeah. Which is, fuck, it's kind of sad. <laughs> sad in a sense, it's, like, you know, come to realization that sleeping is more preferred. <laughs> it's more preferred than life. I don't know if it's life, man. Is it, <laughs> is it really life just so I can sit in here in front of a TV or just like, yeah, just sitting in front of a TV. Essentially, it's in front of a TV or your screen, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's what it is. It's like rather just get that kind of rest and then just fucking enjoy actual daylight. But I, I think that was a slow realization that I'm, I was not getting enough sleep. Yeah. I mean, they make all those fancy sleep trackers and stuff. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, the only sleep tracker you really need, right? How do you feel the next day? Yeah. It, it's true. It's it's part of the recovery. It's like a, you know, life is in stages, right? Mm-hmm. You know how, like, they always say, like, the three pillar of health is, like, exercise, diet, and sleep? Yeah. <laughs> like remember back when we we're in our teens and early 20s we we're like yo fuck it man we just exercise it's yeah. all good yeah yeah and, no, we and don't we can eat whatever the fuck we want we can sleep like five hours <laughs> and that's it and get up the next yeah. day i'm good to go <laughs> and it's just like next thing you know you're late 20s early 30s you're like fuck diet is a huge thing it's like we, yeah we talked about it in the yeah. past like fasting we and, talk about it all the time yeah we do talk about it you're you're on keto again now dude. i talked to my date about it incessantly <laughs> i think she thought i was an egomaniac we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about myself and my diet oh yeah <laughs> how does she take it i don't know did you take her out for dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gave her a handful of nuts <laughs> That's a little keto humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Then, then when you realize, you're like, yo, fuck. You need at least a good diet and exercise. 
and you're like, yeah, whatever. You can forego fucking sleep for for whatever hours. Yeah. As long as you get six hours, you're good to go. And now you're at a point. Now I'm at a point. I'm like, fuck. I need fucking seven plus hours of sleep. <laughs> I don't know how when you have those three pillars of health. How was that health standing <laughs> when we were in our twenties? Dude, it's just it's yeah. You, you just know you're wrecking yourself. Right? When you look back, yeah. you're like, fuck. Wrecking ourselves in so many yeah, ways. I see what you mean about the regret, right? Because we went, look, I don't know. I wouldn't say we went exceptionally hard. But, like, if you went hard in your 20s. Yeah. And now you're feeling like, you know, a geriatric. <laughs> that, you know, that, that partying hard had to contribute to that somehow. You think like, so? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the case. It's just like even yeah. when we go out drinking or some shit, right? And we go really hard. Yo, we're like the next day is a write off, man. It's not looking good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think this whole concept that, and this is coming out of like the mouth of the president, yeah, President Trump, how he said, like, your life has like a, like a, a life bar, right? <laughs> okay. It's like, my first time hearing this. So I'm ready. To- so basically, he says, you have a finite amount of like life. Yeah. <laughs> And if you if you waste it like exercising, yeah. then you're draining like you're draining that life from your life. So <laughs> it's like running on turbo when you're playing NHL. Or NBA. <laughs> Eventually, you can't just hold down turbo anymore. Yeah, and your player just stops, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess that's true when you think about it. If, if say your heart is your life, right? Like you die when you, your heart stops beating. Say like it has like two hundred. I don't know. Like maybe let's give a trillion heartbeats. <laughs> yeah, we gotta look this up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many times on average a heart beats, right? Hmm. Like, but let's say X amount of like heartbeats. And when you work out, you fucking jack up your heartbeat. <laughs> so technically, you're fucking cutting that shit down. If, He's not wrong <laughs> if this theory is right. <laughs> if the heart is built like a machine, like a car, yeah. right? With that wear and tear claws on it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe we just fucking, yeah, we didn't even go exceptionally hard yeah. too, right? Like, I think we were like good in the medium where big events we get freaking, you know, plastered. We got like in our... The last, like, say, five, six years, we're, yeah. you know, wedding seasons every yeah. single year, every yeah. single summer. It, it's pretty much every wedding. Yeah. Every ho- every holiday. <laughs> yeah, when you look back, back, have you ever gone to a wedding and never gone hard? Um, I think there may have been one, like, one wedding, maybe. Really? Because... With, with you guys, every wedding is hard. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, but even when uh, uh, your other friends, like, all those weddings are freaking yeah. hard, too, right? People went hard. Yeah. Maybe not people, but, yeah. like, you, oh, you oh. got... <laughs> yeah. I've, I've ended up in situations drinking contests with, like, Chinese nationals. Like... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a shout-out to, to to your avid listener here. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, when I think about it, all, all the weddings I've ever attended, I probably went hard. Maybe a little too hard. <laughs> yeah yeah even now like the most recent one chill city congrats you got married 
you know, you went hard. I was actually not that bad. Yeah. I didn't stumble home. No, I went I went ridiculous, ridiculously hard. Dude, by the time I showed up, you were already one <laughs> hour deep, right? <laughs> and I had been drinking on my date before, too. Oh, shit, so, you went on a yeah, date yeah. prior to? Shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, shit, no wonder you're pretty, you're pretty out there by the time I, I arrived yeah, there, like, yeah. in just over, over an hour <laughs> into the party. But yeah, that was that was pretty good. But yeah, that's I guess maybe the three pillar of health. That's how we're fucking taken down slowly. And now you're taking the fact that like mm. I, I barely exercise, yeah. <laughs> except for playing basketball, and volleyball. This body doesn't move much except to get to point A to point B in a very leisurely fashion. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the, the exercise angle is pretty interesting. Um, uh, I think the diet element is even more stark, though. What do you mean? Like, the diet change, I think for me, let's just use myself as, a, as an example. I do the best on, like, this low carbs, no carbs now. Like, all, like no all, carbs? All low carbs or, or no carbs. No yeah. carbs is impossible. Let's yeah. just say that. But, like, it never used to be that way. Yeah. Right? It never used to be so dramatic. Yeah. Right? Because my weight can go up like, mm-hmm. quite a bit. And then, like, cut the carbs, and then that weight, like, sinks. Yeah. But I used to eat, like, a machine, carbs all day. Yeah. Like, everything was carbs. Yeah. I mean, you know, culturally speaking as well, like, everything is carbs, like, in my my family's, like, uh, diet. Right? Yeah. Well, it's hard It's hard to not get carbs, right? Like, what, what culture grew up with no carbs, right? Yeah. Like, bread... <laughs> People go to war for yeah. bread. Like in Egypt, like if you raise the price of bread, the bread price is in, in law. Yeah. <laughs> like the government dictates how much bread is. Yeah. If you raise the fucking price of bread, people fucking go insane yeah. there. Like people riot and shit. Like it's it's carb city. Like even now, I know in the past when I was doing the low low carb, uh, it, it's hard because my family, if I go back to my mom's, it's, it's going to be yeah. rice, right? Even though now she she herself doesn't really eat the, too much mm-hmm. rice as well, but it's still an option there. Especially the cuisine that I'm eating, it yeah. it just goes so well with it because rice. It's just like you know, peas and rice for yeah. for Jamaicans. It's or still whatever. rice. It's still rice. But yeah. like, it's all about it's a vehicle to transport that sauce into yeah. my mouth. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not that I love the rice too much. It's yeah. just. It's just scooping up that sauce for me. Yeah. I mean, no one's saying... I mean, it's tough if, if you're you know, you're living at home or whatever and, you know, someone else cooking for you. Yeah. But uh, once a week, you know, once or twice a week or whatever, part of it is being... Uh, it's, it's knowing that you can have one meal Yeah. that's, like, a fun meal. Yeah. And then go right back to doing what you got to do. Yeah, like you're saying, like Monday to Friday, because mm-hmm. you're, you, you know, you're going to work. You're just packing the food or whatever. Yeah, you can pack it, and whatever you bring there is what you're eating, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're really fucking hungry, then you fucking top it off by going out and buying some food. But in that sense, you can control your diet. Mm-hmm. But but then when it comes to the weekend, you're you know, if you go on dates, mm-hmm. I'm going out to eat with my family. It's just like right there. It's like, well, I'm not gonna force them to not eat carbs, right? Yeah, or make them. That you know what this is a good segue. <laughs> I know, even though I did not bring it up hmm. about vegans. Okay. Not, right. not well not 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 specifically vegans, but like more so like a coworker who's 
very like religious in a sense where they don't eat meat, but then their diet is basically vegan level. Mm. Dude, it's an office. It's an office party. It's hard to like accommodate everyone kind yeah. of stuff, right? You're gonna have to like, you know, give a little. Yeah. As like I myself have to give a little. <laughs> You're gonna have to eat that bread that has eggs in it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, like fuck. It's nothing worse than when when you go to a place to eat and then the person just sits there and, and they don't eat anything <laughs> because they can't because they're like, yeah, nothing's vegan here. I didn't know that veganism had so many like weird restrictions. Or is she some like super? Like... It's a heater, but oh no, no, it's it's. I think well, in some Indian culture, Why did I assume it's a she. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like in Indian culture, like one of her like some religious sect that he's in, they're they're very like very strict in in terms of their vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like the only thing that he can trust is like a vegan. It has to have a vegan menu. Oh, that's the only thing, right? Um, but back, dialing back, even though he's a vegan or he eats pretty much like a vegan, his body is still not like. I would say he's got like the dad bod, where it's like very. He's very skinny, but then he has that stomach, <laughs> that lower stomach is kind of sticking out. Yeah, the paunch, the paunch. Yeah, yeah. like that's his kind of like body shape. And that's that's from eating like a vegan diet. Yeah. So, vegan doesn't make you just automatically skinny. It still no. gives you that fat. No, it, it really is. Um, and we've gone into this so many times. Um, carbs do make you bloated, gain, right? Gain weight, right? Yeah. Um, how much the sugar contributes to that is always going to be kind of a little bit of a debate. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed differences in like the way I eat. Like, if you cut out like sweet stuff or whatever like yeah you could you could drop weight like fairly quickly like it's the link seems to be there yeah but the thing with like all these diets like everyone talks about it and it's just hard to keep up that's a maintain right that's a real thing like i think ever since uh we went to thailand for the thailand wedding i was just like i fell off the wagon i've just been fucking being dragged along the wagon yeah (laughs) like sometimes one day of a week i might fucking somehow manage a foot on that wagon yeah but the rest of my body's still dragging <laughs> in the dirt behind there but uh yeah it's it's been like not a year yet it's been close to te- yeah eight months mm-hmm. just going all out enjoying carbs yeah and loving that bulk life yeah um it, it's hard to resist it and i think once you do let it let it back in like you can cut cut it for a little while you let it back in and then this has happened to me too yeah, and then you go nuts with the carbs. Yeah, right. So you let it in slowly, and then the floodgates open. Yeah, like you basically can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> like you're buying like those ten packs of croissants. Yeah, you're <laughs> buying ba- bagels. Dude, croissants are so fucking good. Yeah, you know? that's probably one of the the breads that I can't give up. That's the yeah. That's the one. You get like a freshly baked butter one. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this in the morning, you gotta get yourself a freaking croissant, yeah. like a nice one. <laughs> Not some bullshit like no frills ones where it's like six in a pack. Yeah. It's dry as fuck, but you got to get like the fresh ones. <laughs> Do you know who I think out of like the packaged croissants makes the best croissant? Which one? Costco. Oh, yeah. And I don't and I don't know why. Maybe they use like 
real butter or I, th- I think yeah. the other ones use lard but really yeah because the other ones the pre-packaged ones are very like thick right they're dense yeah they don't they're not as fluffy yeah but i mean even the stores like loblaws that bake them on site yeah like they're not they're not the same as costco really? and i don't yo you know where you gotta go you gotta go to metro delivery village metro has some oh. bomb ass like butter croissant granted it's very oily <laughs> like, <laughs> like when i buy it and i go back to my desk to eat it I'm like, shit, I got to wash my head. Because <laughs> your three fingers, your thumb, index, and middle finger that you eat with, I don't know. Unless you're eating a sandwich, you don't need yeah. like all, all your fingers involved, right? You just fucking <laughs> just need the three fingers. Pretending just, that croissant is so heavy. Yeah. You just eat that thing. But anyways, yeah, their croissant's pretty good. Shit. I, I don't know if I'm going to be back on the wagon. <laughs> oh, shit. That sounds so good. Yeah, because you just mentioned that you're, like, this week, right? You just went back on it. Yeah. You, you know, we're talking about going to, like, a resort and shit. Maybe got to just uh, cut that shit out and not have the, po- Dude. the punch just fucking carrying out. I just got to get the body to be at the resort. Yeah. <laughs> to have one last celebration of it, right? This is, <laughs> this is my goal that I'm working to. And then after that, I know it's a game over for me. Dude, because... it's, time, it's time to get... Yeah, you got to get to that goal the first day. You got to get your beach shots right. <laughs> and afterwards, you just fucking tear that taco bar up like no tomorrow. And that's the beginning of the end. You're done after that. Yeah. You just ha- you just need enough to put it on like the Tinder, the Bumble, the CMB, and all, all those sites, right? You just got to get that six-pack with the two pectoral going on. <laughs> and then afterwards... It's sweater season when you come back. <laughs> it's winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty much the way it, the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think if there's ever a good place in our podcast, thank you for for coming along this tangent ride of ours. <laughs> I think this one's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty jokes. All right, peace, peace out. <laughs>